You're live. Welcome to Sunset Gita. <laughs> Thank you. Tuesday night, where are you guys in podcast land? <laughs> he's, he's high off of teacher training this week. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I went to Kirtan at the Bhakti Center on Thursday. Oh, lovely. lovely. Yeah, Wonderful. Yeah. They've got some good programs going. Uh, yeah, yeah. Now I signed up for their email list. So. Terrific. Good. Yeah, Sunday morning they had something that they uh-huh. Lovely. Yeah, yeah, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> They're having something tonight, but yeah, I know. You're I... my number one choice. Oh, for yeah. sure. I tried to get another night because they always have Tuesday programs at the Bhakti Center, but this, yeah. you know, we've been doing Tuesdays for how long now? So. A long time. Anyway, grab your Java beads. Let's, let's chant. Hari Krishna Hari Krishna 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 Hari 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 Ram Hari Ram 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 Hari 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 Krishna Hari Krishna 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 Hari 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 Ram Hari Ram Hari Krishna Hari Krishna 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 Hari 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 Ram Hari Ram 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 Hari Hari Krishna Hari Krishna 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 Hari 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 Ram Hari Ram 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 Hari Krishna Hari Krishna 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 Hari 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 Ram Hari Ram 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 Hari 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 Krishna Hari Krishna 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 Hari Hari Ram Hari Ram Ram Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Ram Hare Ram 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 Hare Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Ram Hare Ram Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Ram Hare Ram 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 Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare Ram Ram Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Ram Hare Ram 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 Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama. <coughs> Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama Rama. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Krishna Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Krishna Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama. 
Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. You're allowed to chant loud enough so that you can hear yourself chanting. It's a small enough room so that I should be able to hear a little bit too. Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hari 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 Ram Hari Ram 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 Hari Hari Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hari 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 Ram Hari Ram 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 Hari Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hari Ram Hari Ram 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 Hari Hari Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hari 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 Ram Hari Ram 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 Hari Hari Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hari 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 Ram Hari Ram Ram Hari Hari Hare Krishna Krishna Hari 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 Ram Hari Ram 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 Hari Hari Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hari 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 Rama Hari Rama 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 Hari Hari Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hari 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 Rama Hari Rama 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 Hari Hari Krishna 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 Hari 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 Rama Hari Rama 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 Hari 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hari Hari Rama Hari Hari Krishna Hari Krishna 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 Hari 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 Rama Hari Rama 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 Hari 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 Krishna Hari Krishna 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 Hari 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 Rama Hari Rama Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama Rama Hare Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Krishna Krishna Hari 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 Ram Hari Ram 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 Hari Ram 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 Hari 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 Krishna 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 Hari 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 Ram Hari Ram Ram Krishna Krishna Hari 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 Ram Hari Ram 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 Hari Hari Krishna Krishna Hari 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 Ram Hari Ram 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 Hari 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 Krishna Hari Krishna 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 Hari 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 Ram Hari Krishna Hari Krishna 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 Hari 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 Ram Hari Ram 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 Hari 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 Krishna 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 Hari 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 Ram Krishna Hari Krishna 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 Hari 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 Ram Hari Ram 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 Hari 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 Krishna Hari Krishna 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 Hari 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 Ram Hari Ram 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 Hari 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 Krishna Hari Krishna 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 Hari 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 Ram Hari Ram 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 Hari 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 Krishna Hari Krishna 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 Hari Hari H
Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Krishna Krishna, Krishna Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama. Hare Krishna. That's the approximate equivalent of one round on beads. I'm not sure how many minutes that took. Talking like the last night at BB King on Broadway and 42nd Street. I was showing people in this blues club how to chant chapter from the stage. <laughs> Just for the bragging rights. That's all. <clears throat> Look at you. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Walking around like a full fledged human being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cool. So, so I doctor yesterday said I finished all the bones, fully healed. It's still going to heal more. So it's uh-huh. more so okay. It's all right. Do stuff and do, do. See, this is proof that there is a soul different from the body. You can break the body, you can do all kinds of things to it, and the body changes. Old tissues will be flushed away, new tissues will grow. You're still the same guy I knew before you broke your leg. Your body's changed. But it's still you. All right, now just carry that a little bit further. Instead of just breaking a leg, you change the whole body, and that's reincarnation. That's samsara. What's the big deal? You know, it's not that hard to understand that you're different from your body. We, we don't take inventory of it because we live so close to it. We're ensconced in this body. You know, we're living with it every second. So naturally, we identify with it. remember getting into a little bit of an accident and the guy jumps out of his car and said, hey, you hit me. No, I didn't. I hit your car. (laughs) We so identify, you know, this, you know. Um, How's everybody doing? (laughs) Do you guys know each other? Have you actually, you know, introduced yourselves to one another? No. <laughs> everybody, everybody knows Nick, right? Do you know Nick? You know Nick? Yeah. Okay. Have you been to Nick's studio? It's a beautiful studio. We should all go to your place sometime. How are you doing? Good. Good. What's new since we saw each other last? First of all, introduce yourself. Was it last week? I don't know whenever I saw you. <laughs> Karen's Karen's a real blessing. She's just like she's just always helping with everything. And I got to see her studio last Friday. Was it Friday or Saturday? Friday. Friday. In Sterling, New Jersey, Cosmopolitan International Sterling. New Jersey. 
beautiful studio there. Studio and some lovely, lovely guests. <laughs> we did the George Harrison concert with them. Like people had brought, you know, these little fold-up chairs like you use on the beach. So you're, like, you're sitting on the floor, but it's like an actual chair. So, and they had, you know, picnic blankets, and they brought bottles of wine. And, you know, <laughs> it was a real picnicy kind of thing going on there. Yeah. Now that was a lot of fun. Let's see. Any other news? Anything anyone wants to report about? How you doing, Rodney? Oh, great. <laughs> There's the message right there. How you doing? Great. Right. How's how's uh, training going? Yeah, what's the hardest part? Um, getting over getting it wrong all the time. Getting over? <laughs> getting it wrong all the time. Getting it wrong yeah. all the time. Yeah. 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 Nothing yeah. like getting it wrong for getting it right, I yeah. guess. <laughs> well, you know, so I guess we, we do get afraid, though, don't we, sometimes of making mistakes and getting it wrong. Well, yeah, I do really want to do everything perfect. No, perfection we don't expect. Yeah. We don't expect perfection. So, okay, let's see. So we chant Bhagavad Gita. <clears throat> We're on page. 201, verse 14, if I'm not mistaken. Last week we talked about the three modes of nature, right? What are the three modes of nature? Who knows what the three modes of nature are? The three gunas. Yeah, what are the three gunas? Okay, and what are, what is tamaguna? You might say that lack of action, you know, unchanging in the sense of lethargic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes just simply called darkness or heavy. All right, so that's Tamaguna. What is Rajaguna? Active. Active. Like a Maharaja, you know, a warrior, right? Raja. King. Raja means king, you know, leadership. Doing, going on doing. Okay, passion. It's a passion. And sat, sattva guna. What is sattva guna? It's peaceful. It's light. Light, enlightened, peaceful, clarity. Sometimes simply described as goodness. So, so tama is inactive. Tamaguna is is lethargy, inaction, uh, despair. I mean, in its extreme, it's depression, and you know, basically, you know, New York City life is tamaguna. 
Sattva, Sattva Guna? Is that active or inactive? Well, it's, it's active, but it's active in an, uh, in an unselfish, unegoistic way. It's, it's active for the good of all. It's action performed free from pride, enviousness. You know. that you, can, you can be as active in Sattva Guna as in Rajaguna. The difference is that you would never, someone in Sattva would never try to get ahead by slitting the throat of his competition. So that's a rather graphic way of describing it, I suppose, but you know, the difference is one of motivation. The same action, the same thing going on by someone who is who has not had the benefit of Bhagavad Gita study, that same action being performed by someone who knows, I'm not this body, this life is not all in all. There is a supreme being whom I am part and parcel of. This life is meant for becoming Krishna, realized, Krishna conscious. Everything is meant as an act of devotion, as a gesture of bhakti yoga. There's that lovely verse later in the Gita where Krishna says, Patram pushpam phalam toyam yome bhakya paryachate. If one offers me with love and devotion, patram pushpam phalam toyam, a, a fruit, a flower, pushpa's flower, a leaf, or some water. Now, that right there, that says that nobody is excluded from bhakti. Because you can find a leaf and a little water pretty much everywhere. So, you know, what do you give the divinity who's got everything? Doesn't matter, just offer it with devotion. So the same activities, but the results are dramatically different. So is Raja, like, by definition, then a more like, self-centered action? Um, you know, there's no simple answer to that. Is Raja self-centered? Uh, often, that's how it's defined. You know, it's 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 materially active, but we have to be somewhat, I think, broad-minded when we talk about the gunas, because there are times when tamaguna has its place. You know, there are times to everything, turn, turn, you know, when you withdraw, when you refrain from, <laughs> from action. Why would, why would you go into that kind of a passive mode? To do what? What, what could be achieved by, by distancing yourself from, from things? Yeah. How about just getting your energy back? You know, how about just regrouping? You know, so there are parts even of tamas that you know can can be useful. We don't reject anything. You know, it's a matter of having a, an, a, a dispassionate view of it. Rajas also sometimes you really need rajas to get things done. You, nothing gets done without some enthusiasm. You know, even materially, you can't do anything without enthusiasm. So spiritually too, you know takes some energy, takes some 
determination. You know? So you, in a sense, that's a quality of rajas. The, there's a phrase that comes out of um, Prabhupada's teaching. It's called dovetailing. Have you ever used this word, do- to dovetail? Mm-hmm. Yeah? You're familiar with it? To dovetail means to take something and to move it to better purpose. So if you have some skill and you dovetail that skill for your bhakti practice, that means you play your music or do your dance or run your business, but with a view toward serving Krishna and developing love for Krishna. So that's dovetailing. We're going to, actually, we're going to talk about that. I've, I've been researching this biography, you know, so I've started bringing you little things that I find in transcripts of conversations with Prabhupada. So I'll get to that in a minute. Okay, so here we are, text 14 of chapter 4. <clears throat> uh, let's, uh, let's chant this together. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya 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 Bhagavad Gita, chapter 4, text 14. Namam karmani limpanti. Just say that with me one time. Namam karmani limpanti. Name karma phales briha. Name karma phales briha. You see that dot under the R? It becomes a ri. Right? So it's briha. Iti mam yo bijanati. Iti mam yo bijanati. Karma beer na sabadyate. Karma beer na sabadyate. Namam karmani limpanti. Namam karmani limpanti. Name karma fali spriha. Name karma phale spriha iti mam yo bijanati iti mam yo bijanati karma birna sabadyate karma birna sabadyate namam karmani limpanti namam karmani limpanti Name karma phalis priha. Name karma phalis priha. Iti mam yo bijanati. Iti mam yo bijanati. Karma birna sabadyate. Karma birna sabadyate. Anyone want to try? I'll try. Okay. Namam karmani limpanti. Namam karmani limpanti. Na, <clears throat> Name karma phalis priha. 
In fruitive action, phala, like that verse that we just discussed. Patram pushpam phalam toyam, phala, fruit. If one offers me a fruit. So here, phale is karma phale, in fruitive action, meaning action performed to get the result, the fruit. Karma phale. Uh, spriha, aspiration. Iti, thus. Iti is an important word. Uh, iti is a kind of a, 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 a little light going off, saying this is important. There are a couple of words like that in Sanskrit. Iti is one. Another one is uh, uh, tu, T-U. Tu means but. <laughs> It's my imitation of my brother Brian's Nova Specials. But, um, so in Sanskrit, too, like Krishna's uh, tu Bhagavan Swayam, this is in the Bhagavatam, it says that there are many different incarnations, many gods, many demigods. Krishna's tu, but Krishna, Bhagavan Swayam. Krishna is the supreme Bhagavan. Right? So there are a couple of words like that. Iti. Mam, me, ya, one who, abhijanati, does know. Karma be, by the reaction of such work. Na, never, sa, he, buddhyate, becomes entangled. Now, translation. There is no work that affects me, Krishna speaks to Arjuna. There is no work that affects me, nor do I aspire for the fruits of action. One who understands this truth about me also does not become entangled in the fruit of reactions of work. Hmm, interesting idea here. Just knowing Krishna's nature liberates you. All right, we're going to come back to that. Let's see if we can glean something from the purport. As there are constitutional laws in the material world stating that the king can do no wrong or that the king is not subject to the state laws, Similarly, the Lord, although he is the creator of this material world, is not affected by the activities of the material world. Already we're in the land of controversy. (laughs) Because for the first time last month, a head of state in the Americas was brought to trial for genocide. It was just like, here it is, 
2013, and we're just overcoming this bias that heads of states are somehow protected, they're immune from prosecution because of their position as a head of state. Why that is, until recently, has never been challenged. So Prabhupada is using an example that comes out of a kind of Vedic monarchic social structure. But he's using it as as an analogy, so we can understand the value of the, the analogy, saying just as some people, by dint of their position, are not subject. Another example that he uses, which might be a little bit more appropriate, is if a prison guard goes into a prison in order to perform custodial functions, it doesn't mean that the prison guard is a prisoner. So in the same manner, Krishna, although he may appear in the world, is not subject to the laws of the world. He is the source of those laws. He says, this is mama maya dirasya, this is my material energy. This may be the material world, but it is also the, king, the kingdom of God. This, is all, this world is also divine. Kind of hard to see that sometimes. But this world is also Krishna's energy. So the point being, he's not subject to the constraints of, of the world, as we conditioned souls are. Uh, he creates and maintains aloof from the creation, whereas the living entities are entangled in the fruit of results of material activities. Why? Because of their propensity for lording it over material resources. Here's another Prabhupadism, that phrase, lording it over. <laughs> what, what, uh, what that's, I, I find myself having to translate some of these things. Um, so forgive me if you actually do understand it, but I, I'd feel better knowing that I'd given some, some clarity. Um, can we open the door? It's a little warm in here. Thank you. Um, he creates and remains aloof from creation, whereas living entities are entangled in the fruit of results of material activities because of their propensity for lording it over material resources. Lording over material resources means that, we, that our attitude toward the... What would the word be? Our attitude toward the resources of our life, whether it be financial or intellectual or uh, property, anything, anything tangible, any property uh, that we may have, tangible or intangible. You know, there, there's intellectual property as well. <laughs> Dealing with that one all the time. You know, intellectual property means that it's not a brick and mortar something. But it's, it's an idea. Let's say you wrote a short story and someone else you find has made a movie based on a short story and they never licensed the rights from you. Well, you can sue them for breach of intellectual property rights. So Prabhupada's point is that you do that. You live in this world at great risk. No matter what you do, even if your cause is righteous, it's entangling. You know, it, it, it will further, we were talking about this earlier, you know, you, you know, relationships are entangling. Money is entangling. Responsibilities are entangling, which is why so often, does this ring any bells for anybody? You just want to give it up and run away. 
<laughs> Does that ring any kind of a faint bell for anybody? Because, you know, even, you know, righteous activities and even things that you like to do can start to drag you down. And, and so there's a difference. Krishna never becomes entangled in that way in his activities. He's always doing things. But he doesn't get hung up over what he's doing the way we do. Right? He's the source of all creation. So. Uh, the proprietor of an establishment is not responsible for the right and wrong activities of the workers. Well, there's another controversial statement. <laughs> Technically, legally, that's not true. If someone is abused in your business, be prepared to be summoned. You are not exempt. You are responsible for it. All right. So, in any case, we can understand... The, the purpose behind these examples and metaphors. Uh, the living entities are engaged in their respective activities of sense gratification. There's another phrase I need to unpack for you. Living, living entities are engaged in their respective activities of sense gratification, and these activities are not ordained by the Lord. Well, what does that mean? <laughs> uh, When I was a kid, just a lad, you know, living in Krishna temples, my impression of sense gratification was basically sex and food. That's like, that's what, that's what they're talking, that's what Krishna is talking about, right? Basically sex and food, yeah? And sleep. It's all sense gratification, you know? If you eat too much, you're in maya. You're, you're, you're just indulging in sense gratification. <laughs> It took a few years at actually living outside temple life to understand that anything can be sense gratification. Anything can be done selfishly. You know, scientific research can be done for selfish motive. You don't mean that the body. I'm more than you. Right. You know, posturing that you know I'm spiritually advanced. You know, I mean, you, you know, anything can be distorted or or you know cross that line. So, you know, what, what's being hinted at here in a sense is be alert. Be alert to your own, how you carry yourself in what you do, you know, in relationships. I, I'm, I'm contending with this one all the time because, you know, circumstances have put me in a position where I'm talking with a lot of people. And I have to be very careful to make sure that this person understands that I am not being distracted right now. I am here to listen to you. I want to understand what you are saying. That full dedication to someone is a great gift. It's a great gift. How many times have we been in situations where you're listening to someone, your head is like some way somewhere else, you know, and you're not hearing what's going on. A good therapist has superb listening skills. Because very often that's all you need. That sometimes that's all somebody needs is just to be heard. You know, they want to be able to speak in confidence and know that they're not being judged and they're not being ignored. Nobody wants to be ignored. So, sense gratification in that sense is 
how we carry ourselves in the world. You know, if things become about me, then pretty much anything I do is sense gratification in the sense that Prabhupada is using, using that phrase. So, okay. Um, we'll never get through this if I stop so often, will we? We're just never going to get through this. Um, for advancement of sense gratification, the living entities are engaged in the work of this world, and they aspire to heavenly happiness after death. Do we aspire to heavenly happiness after death? That's an interesting question. You see how every line, <laughs> every sentence here, this is, this is something that I also struggle with. I, I use my spiritual master's Bhagavad Gita, but knowing full well that there are these kinds of anomalies that will need to be unpacked. You know, there are things that he's conveying. There's very important ideas that he's talking about but they need to be translated into a more accessible language sometimes. Right? So here, for advancement of sense gratification, living entities are engaged in the work of the world and they aspire to heavenly happiness after death. Well, not everyone believes in heaven after death. Right? So if we approach this idea um, poetically, it might be that we want to think that if, if I work hard, if I do my job well, I'll get rewarded. There'll be a payoff at the end. It's one of perhaps the greatest tragedies of the 21st century that that's no longer true. You know, there was a time when if you committed to a company, you would be cared for. You know, you'd be assured of a job for life. You know, that was the promise. That was the, the faith pledge between employers and employees. You know, specifically around the time of the end of World War II when there was this phenomenal... You know, it's, it's a, in, a, in general, it's the world that our parents grew up in. Our parents, in principle, there's always exceptions, but in principle, our parents grew up in a world where if they went to work for a company, they were assured of a retirement package, health care, job security, um, pay increases, bonuses, advancement, some allotment for you know uh, offsite training, educational uh, uh, grants. I mean, there was a time when work had a real sense of integrity and, and, and purpose, you know, and that commitment that was made in the workplace was sacrosanct. It was like family. People would look out for each other. That's gone. <laughs> there, there is no loyalty, you know. Why are people bouncing from job to job? Because there's no sense anywhere that I can actually make a home here. You know, it's, now it's more a matter of how many months do I have to spend before I bolt and use this as a springboard to some other, other place. And companies will cut you off no matter how many years you've been there. If they have to downsize in order to survive, you're gone. You know? 
And I mean, you've seen movies, no doubt. You know, it's a fairly well-worn theme that, you know, just because I did business with your father doesn't mean that I owe you anything. So, <laughs> so I think what Prabhupada is saying is that you know, people think that by working hard that there's this reasonable expectation of, of some kind of outcome. Um, the Lord being full in, him, in himself has no attraction for so-called heavenly happiness, meaning that there isn't anything that Krishna needs. Uh, namam, I'm trying to remember the Sanskrit. There's a verse in the Gita where Krishna says, um, I have nothing to... Well, it's this, there's this verse, of course, where he, where he says, Namam karmani limpans. There's another verse also where he says, there, No work binds me. Uh, the message here being that Krishna is of a very different nature. We can understand some things about the personhood of God by examining our own lives but not everything. What, what can we understand about Krishna by examining our own lives? We are individuals. We seek love. Uh, we like a good joke every now and then, despite what you get when you go to the George Harrison show. You know, we enjoy a good meal, you know, you know, we don't want to have to labor unnecessarily. You know, we, you know, we care for family. We have emotions. You know. So there are some things. Bhakti Vinod Thakur, who was a great Vaishnava teacher in the uh, 19th century, uh, once said that the material world is like a dictionary of the spiritual world. If you want to know what the spiritual world is like, Look at this world and you can understand something of the nature of the spiritual world in terms of relationships, in terms of a reciprocation with nature, you know, the role of food, you know, not just as something to keep a machine going, but as a, a social uh, convention and joy, right? So I'm going to actually, that's a good jumping off point. Let me read you something that I, I found here. There was... Um, this is a, a, a transcript of conversations that um, Prabhupada had with guests and students. Uh, there are 36 of these volumes. I'm reading every one of them. And, you know, while I'm getting, you know, sores all over me from sitting so long reading and becoming a couch potato, um, there are some extraordinary moments in here that, that come out. I mean, he was every second engaged in bhakti. Every second he was talking about Krishna. There wasn't, um, he slept three hours a night and the rest of the time, that was it. All about Krishna, translating, giving classes, receiving guests, having conversations, writing letters, more than 7,000 letters. Five big volumes. So um, I found this one section here where um, someone came from uh, the farm in, in, um, in Pennsylvania, the devotee farm, and he was giving a report. So this is Tamal Krishna, um, who was a dear friend who's passed away now. 
But he's, this is in uh, February of 1977 in Mayapur, which was the place where Chaitanya appeared, the pioneer of the chanting of the Krishna mantra. And they're building in Mayapur right now this huge, huge, ta- it's a city. It's an utter city. There's a temple that's under construction now that'll be bigger than, you know, the basilica or something. You know, it's just huge. And there's living quarters for a thousand people. And it's really fascinating. So here's this... Um, Report. He says, Iskarn Farm Report from Port Royal, Pennsylvania for the year 1976. Um, the land is nearly 400 acres in size, consisting of a barn, outbuildings, calf barn, equipment, residential building, guest house, public kitchen, Prashadam Pavilion. That was a place where they could serve hundreds of people at a time. Um, the purpose of this land is to produce foodstuffs to meet all the needs of the community as well as the needs of temples in New York, Philadelphia, Washington, and Baltimore. So they were growing enough food at this farm to provide the needs for these five other temples. Another purpose is to demonstrate the principle of cow protection as we are strict vegetarians and do not believe in slaughtering cows. Our herd of cows is brown Swiss and they are rated among the top 1% of dairy cow herds in the United States. Yet another controversy, but we'll get into that some other time. Um, uh, our land, we grow, on our land, we grow the following in 1976. 200 tons of corn, 10 tons of soybeans, 10 tons of barley, 10 tons of oats, um, 10 tons of wheat, uh, and then it says, uh, in 1976, we cultivated five acres of vegetables, including 24 tons of potatoes, um, fruit orchards with 150 trees, apples, pears, peaches, plums. And then, and then Prabhupada is you know, so pleased with what's going on there that he then um, goes on a bit of a detour and describes how the system in India at one point was all agrarian and it was destroyed by the British. The British came in and basically what they did was to say, we're going to build you railroads and with these railroads you'll be able to come into the cities. Now, the original promise of the British by building these railroads was that right now if you want to go on pilgrimage to a holy place, you know, you have to travel for months, you know, by bullet cart or on foot, we'll get you there in a day. So they rallied the support of the population. And then, of course, what they did was to use the railroads for bringing cheap labor from the farmland, from the countryside, into the cities to run all the British factories, which then produced goods that were shipped to England. So, so you know, it kind of destroyed that very natural way of life. And one, this is something that, you know, I think a lot about. But Prabhupada was always encouraging very simple living. You don't need a lot to be happy. You do not need to live in New York City. Uh, let me go on record. <laughs> to be happy, you do not have to subject yourself to the you know, life-threatening costs 
and pressures of New York. Now, you have to ask yourself, why are you here? Why are we in New York? You're not. <laughs> I am not. You are? Ah, okay. Well, you know, it would be an interesting discussion. Why did you move back to New York? It's a loss. <laughs> and every, another time. We probably all have that same answer as well. Why are you in New York? Oh, it's a long story. <laughs> but you know, when I, in the early days, I, I found a way to live in New York City that was satisfying. Like, I actually had an apartment I could afford. Right. I walked to work every day. Mm-hmm. I got involved in community gardening. Oh, there you go. So to me, it was like being in a small sure. town. Yeah, you can That's do it. how I did it. Yeah. You can do it. It's harder to do now, I think, yeah, than it used to be. Stuff. First of all, the cost of living here is outrageous. Utterly outrageous. You, know, you spend a dollar for an apple. I mean, you know, it's crazy. Rents are ridiculous. You'll get a, you know, a two-foot square room for $5,000 a month or whatever. I mean, it's really crazy. We call them micro-lofts. Micro-lofts? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. Give it a fancy name and just charge people more for it. And, you know, there was a time, and, you know, food used to be relatively inexpensive. You know, you really could live fairly well, you know. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't that difficult. But we've made things so, so hard, you know. So uh, a big, what I'm learning researching this biography is how much Prabhupada, how, how much his heart went out to people having to live under such, such sadness, such pressure and tension and, 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 and constant sadness just to keep body and soul together just to care for your family just to keep your stuff going you know it's so hard and it's so painful and then where's the time and then the enthusiasm for devotional service you know the whole Vedic scheme is save time they didn't work year round in Vedic India you can you can plan for three months and harvest for two, and bus, you're done. <laughs> you know, for the year, you're done, you know. Wasn't that big a deal. You know, you can earn a living. So, uh, it's a very, very revolutionary thing. I mean, he was really encouraging farms. He wanted people to get out of the cities. See, why, he, the, the Sanskrit word is ugra karma. Ugra karma means hellish karma you know, life deteriorating, quality of life deteriorating work, ugra karma. You know. And then, you know, look, we start with a verse, we unpack some phrasing, I'll read you a little transcript about what the farm life was like in 76 for Krishna devotees. Why? Because we have to think about our lives, we have to think about what we're doing. <laughs> Is it, um, yeah, could it be uh, could one downside of everyone like living in a farmland, like in a rural, rural kind of lifestyle, be that the exchange of ideas starts to diminish, and like you know the flourishing of music and art starts to diminish? Because I know one thing like because so there's so many people crammed in New York, everyone can exchange ideas, and you know you get art, mm-hmm. music, and stuff like that. And if everyone's living on farms. <coughs> Most musicians I know 
compose and record outside the city. Yeah, they all live in that city. They're, you know, you know, they're in some beautiful place because it's inspiring. But could they get their music out to the masses? That's something else. Now you're talking about fruit of activity. Now you're talking about karmic activity. Now you're talking about that other side of the coin. You see what just happened there? It's not a question of creativity. It's a question of mar marketing. Yes. That's different. That's not the same thing. Now, unfortunately, these days, we don't value our artists as much as we used to. We value celebrity. Here, here's, a, here's, a, here's a silly question. Has anyone ever seen this show called American Idol? Once. Huh? Once. Once, I think, maybe, years ago. <laughs> well, I mean, I can't think of anything that more poignantly embodies the tragedy of celebrity. It's, it's, it's utterly cruel what, what this program subjects people to, you know. And then the rest of the country makes fun of them. You know, people come on with these aspirations to want to be a success. You know, they've got these stars in their eyes for, you know. Some of them may have decent singing talent or whatever. But the show basically gets its ratings on the strength of making fun of people seeing their dreams crash to the ground. I mean, what, you know, what kind of a culture is that? You know, that's our entertainment. You know, that and, you know, violent video games or whatever. You know, it's like, really? You know, so we've kind of lost touch with the spiritual dimension of music. Now it's, it's all about image and packaging. But, you know, but the purists, the, the people who really are doing their art because they're compelled to, to do so, they'll go someplace where, you know, they're surrounded by nature. You know, you're not going to be inspired by garbage and traffic, you know. Unless, I, mean, I suppose you could be, but, you know. But most artists I know would prefer to be in a, in a, in a, in a beautiful, natural setting. So, I think there's a difference there we're going to make. Yeah. Does that farm still exist? It's there. It's gone through some hard times. Um, and it's coming back. We're going out in October, April, maybe we'll come take a guy to chop wood. Or You're going to Gita Nagari? Well, there you go. Cut wood and do farm work. Yeah. Getting set up for the springtime. Chop broccoli. Jai and Prasanna, I think, are organizing that. Terrific. It's a guy's trip, though, so only, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe if there's enough non guys, then it'll open up. But the point being that, you know, we, we do need to just kind of be more mindful of what we're doing, why we're doing it, how we're doing it. And there it is. <laughs> It's a little warm in here, but you know. Yeah. So, what do you think? Any of that appeal to you? Want to become a farmer? I think you have to make a conscious decision. Hold on a second.
we've had our own battles, but now it's... What about you? Did that? Been there, been there, and did that, huh? Okay. Anyone else? Anyone ever have you know kind of a love affair with uh, the agrarian life? Anybody want to do a Walden Pond? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You did? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't live on a farm. Well, I lived in North Dakota, and like, um, and uh, when I was like a kid in North Dakota, we could play like games out. There was like plenty of fields and stuff. We could like run like barefoot. I think that was important, like touching the ground with our bare feet. Mm -hmm. you know, I think something they said about that. Sure. Uh, but also like in school, I remember we had one unit where they handed us like seeds. I don't even remember what it was a seed of, but we put it in, like in a plastic baggie with a damp paper towel. Right. Yeah, and sprouted it. Yeah, it sprouted. Yeah. It was like every day we would have to like check and right. see and you know, like log and how sure. it's like developing. And I still have mine because like I kept like like my parents like kept stuff like when I was like <laughs> so, so like I still have that log of like when this like thing was growing. And you know, at the time it was like an assignment, but I look back at it now, it's like, oh you know, that was like you know, I think maybe it was good helping kids like learn patience. Well, you know, now that we're talking about it, farming and gardening um, play a really important role in, in Krishna literature. And you get descriptions of what life was like when Krishna was on the planet. There was a lot of farming and gardening going on. There was a lot of garland making and a lot of, you know meals being cooked from food that people grew themselves. You know, it's a big, big part of things. And, and um, Look, not to reduce everything to too fine a point, but I suppose if you wanted to have a takeaway this evening, you could have a plant and just care for a plant at home. You know, just see life growing. Take a seed, you know, grow it from seed. And it's actually an amazing thing to see happen. Yeah. So I was going to say that I'm Huh. after 26 years of being here. But having said that, and also the attitude that, you know, wherever you go, you take yourself. And so, like you said, maybe it is just having a plant mm -hmm. wherever, wherever you are. Yeah. You know, there's no guarantee that just because I'm leaving the city, I'm going to, you know, start gardening or doing anything like that. I, I've been doing some, my son was doing some gardening in Brooklyn. Because we had a little space and he was growing hops for his homemade beer, stuff, you know, Why, why do we talk about this stuff? What, 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 is the, what is the ultimate value of this? And when we talk about, all right, well, let's you know, expose ourselves more to nature. Let's, let's grow a plant. You know, let's, now let's think about you know, taking a trip to a farm. I mean, what, what is that all about? What, what's the point to that you know, within the context here? Well, 
it's coming closer to your true nature. It's slowing your life down. That's nice. You know, so you mm -hmm. are more in line with who you really are. Mm -hmm. Your I am, which mm -hmm. is the thing mm -hmm. that we keep talking about lately. And, you know, it's the thing that every scripture that I've ever read, from the Bhagavad Gita, the other scriptures to minus any Buddhist scriptures, says that you cannot be closer to who you already are with, you know, do your yoga and you'll find yourself. You have to be devotional. You have to have that consciousness. Call, you know, here it's Krishna, mm -hmm. and that's the truth, it's Krishna, right. but that's why we want to be in the country. You know, yeah. That's why we want, it's, it's natural. Prabhupada used to quote the poet Cowper, who once wrote that God created the country and man created the city. <laughs> so, no, ideally, of course, we should be able to go anywhere and see Krishna there. That, that's ideal. That, you know, that's ultimately the ideal, is that you are a walking place of pilgrimage yourself. Every place you go, not only are you seeing Krishna, but people by seeing you are inspired spiritually. <laughs> that's, that's the ideal. But sometimes to kind of charge our batteries, we need to put ourselves in an environment where we're reminded about how all of this is Krishna's energy, how this is also the kingdom of God here. You know, that, that may require moving yourself out of your everyday environment, out of the common. You know the word ecstasy? It comes from the Greek ec ecstatic ecstasis, moving out of what is static, moving out of the everyday into an environment that is unique, different, inspiring. So ecstasy is moving away from the everyday. So there's value to that. That's why, you know, Raghunath does his pilgrimages to India and why the Bhakti Center sponsors these visits to Gitanagri Farm, it's why we went to the Tigers Preserve, you know. You have retreats in Woodstock. Yeah, go to the retreats in Woodstock. To give yourself that opportunity to, to be reminded, to be refreshed. There's something else to life. The farm every year, they come to New Jersey when it's Christmas birthday, and they bring one of the cows. You see, oh, yeah? The cow, uh -huh. and they bring all their stuff and information from the farm, and they invite you to go, and they have a nice video of the room there and stuff. So they bring it, it's by New Brunswick, by where Rutgers is, so they have a nice mix of people, uh -huh. and this way they introduce the farm to everybody, and every year they're like, come and visit, I still have Alright, well, well, there you go, there you go. If you won't go to the but farm, they bring the, they bring the farm to you. Okay, that's great. You learn a lot also by looking at nature. You learn stuff. You learn stuff about yourself. There's this tree that's growing outside of my house. It's actually two trees. There's one big evergreen and then there's a smaller split maple. That it, It's what's called a voluntary tree. It was a seed that just kind of blew there and it started growing. And it's been there for years. And so now you've got this big tree, you've got this little tree underneath it. And it doesn't get as much sunlight. So it's kind of, you know, doing so-so. So I once asked someone who knows about gardening and transplanting trees, I said, can we take that tree out and give her 
give it its own space so it can get more sun. He said, you know, at this point, these two trees are so intertwined that if you were to try to remove one, one of them would die. That's bhakti. That's love of Krishna. Try to separate me from Krishna, I will die. That's the mood of the gopis, you know. What a beautiful thing. Like, they're so intertwined. Now that's what, now that's the world of two, you see. That's real oneness. If oneness is the highest, what do we mean when we talk about oneness? That's oneness. That I am so much in love with you. You are so much my everything that if I were to be separated from you, I would die. That's oneness. Right? Not that you become the other person. Not that you lose your identity. But you have no separate interest. That's union with God. So you learn all these things just looking around at nature. Yeah? When I first started taking Qigong, years ago, I took a, a type of Qigong called Soaring Crate. And the man who created Soaring Crate Qigong was very, very ill. And he was hospitalized for a very long period of time. And while he was um, hospitalized, he was looking out the window and he would see cranes in the distance. He, he, he started to watch them. And he started to watch how they kind of walk naturally. Whereas people kind of walk with their head, you know, they walk like this, you know. They don't like allow their body to actually flow into motion, you know. They, they kind of walk with force. Sure. And so, you know, he's walking, watching the way that they walk and what they do and they get water, you know, the way they commune with nature, how they take in energy and they also release energy. And so what he did is hmm. he started to imitate their movements. Wow. And he started to, you know, to do everything that there you go. Beautiful. That's a lovely story. Thank you. Just think of every asana is a nature name of some kind. You know, either from trees or animals. Or, you know, it's all about nature. Right? Your whole yoga practice is about farming. I think it's how we live our life mm-hmm. and how we interact with the world is a start. And that's what this chapter kind of, this verse kind of speaks to me. Mm-hmm. But I think it's also why you do what you do. So being sattvic in nature is good, mm-hmm. but you have to remember why you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, yeah. it's still just creating karma. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, un- please, friends, people, prabhus, I call you prabhu. You know the word prabhu? Have we used this word? Prabhu means master. In the, in the, in the Vaishnava tradition, we, we address others as my dear master. You know, we don't see ourselves as masters of others, but my dear prabhu, my dear master. Um, don't underestimate how deeply we're conditioned in this world. Don't, don't, don't do that. Don't think we're doing, I'm, I'm okay, I'm doing okay. <laughs> we're, we're so conditioned, we don't even know how conditioned we are. <laughs> you know, you know, we're, we're actually kind of oblivious to it. We don't really recognize it. It's like until you get some distance from it, you don't realize 
how bad it was, how deep it was. So this constant reminding is really important. You know, why do we do this every single week? <laughs> why do we come back to every Tuesday? What are you going to do? It's Tuesday. Again, you're going to Bhagavad Gita? <laughs> How many times, what possibly new do they have to say there? You know, you're going for years. We're approaching, it's essentially a very few ideas, but approached from many different angles. You know that already. You know, what I try to do is come up with new angles for approaching the same three things. Ah, <laughs> oh, aren't you nice? Oh, everybody, Ah, oh. You know, we come at this from different perspectives to, to understand the same foundational truths of the Bhagavad Gita. What are those truths? You're not your body, you're an eternal spirit soul. What is that eternal spirit soul? It's a spark of Krishna, of the supreme personality of Godhead. Right? Well, what does that mean to be a spark of Krishna? It means that you're by nature eternal and joyful and perfect and complete and beautiful. <laughs> you're a wonderful person. <laughs> Always. And nothing can, you know, you get knocked down, but you get up again. <laughs> You know, and by chanting Hare Krishna, that consciousness is revived. That's it. That's, that's the whole deal. You know, have a cookie. That's our whole spiel. You know, so why do we have to come back week after week? Because the conditioning is deep, and by approaching it today from farming, you know, and from some other day we talk about politics, you know, or some other day physics, you know, some other day from the from you know whatever we gain insight and you get a sense of how to apply that in a new way, in a different way. Right. Okay. Yes. This reminds me of the story of Indra and Ravana and how they both had the same guru. And Ravana is the, you know, the worst demon of all times and Indra is the god of heaven. And they both go to the guru and they're like, we want to be your disciple. And we want to learn what it means, what, what's the secrets of the universe? And the guru, what's his name again? Shukracharya. Thank you. He says, okay, study with me for 23 years. So Ravana and Indra, good guy, bad guy, so let's study for 23 <laughs> years. And they come up and they say, okay, we've been studying with you for 23 years. What's the secret of the universe? And he goes, go to the river and look in the river. They both go to the river and look in the river. They both look down, they stare, they're there for hours, they come back. And their guru says, what did you see? They said, we saw ourselves, we saw the body. He goes, okay, great, we know the answer, go away. And Ravana goes off and tells all the Ashuras that the body is the secret of the universe, we are these individual bodies, and it's about pleasure and sense gratification, and we work to please ourselves. And the intro goes off to heaven, and halfway to getting to heaven, he goes, you know, something's wrong, it doesn't make sense. And he comes back down and goes to his guru and says, that doesn't make sense, we're not the body, it's gotta be more. He says, Study for another 103 years, and I'll tell you the truth. It reminds me of that. The moral of the story is: we're not the body; we are the eternal soul. Even the gods in the heavens are just like us. Mm -hmm. Conditioned and confused, right. bewitched, bothered, and bewildered. Right. Yes. And it was a good story. <laughs> <laughs> but I really did. Sure. Oh, we like stories. Sure. There, there are lots of stories about the. 
great sages or personalities who were bewildered and then they got the lesson one way or another. Are you doing Archie? Jan is doing Oh, okay. Well, why don't you... Okay, why don't you get ready for Archie? Uh, a friend yeah. of mine gave me as a gift during my travels the uh, audio book Siddhartha. And I read it, I think I read it, but so many years ago I didn't remember all the details. Maybe I mentioned this the last time I was here. I hope I didn't. But, um, you know, it's just such a great story. And it made me think, like, how did Herman Hesse know all this? <laughs> So then, as to answer my question, at the end of the CD, they have like a three-chapter section of a guy who's like an expert on Herman Hesse and told about how he knew all of this mm -hmm. this amazing story. But, you know, it's just such a beautiful, you know, epic of how he goes through all these different things, this person to the end, you know, he's living by a river, and he learns so much at the end, like from sitting with this, the riverboat guy and watching the riverboat. Yeah, Siddhartha is uh, one of those kind of pinnacle works that comes along maybe once in a generation. You know, each, each decade pretty much has its Siddhartha-like book. You know, The Razor's Edge was a book like that. Siddhartha was like that. Um, growing up, we had, in the 60s, there was Don Juan, you know, the books of Carlos Castaneda. You know, Be Here Now. You know, these kind of pivotal autobiography of a yogi was like that. So, you know, have these books that can kind of open doors and turn on lights and things. Sure. Good. Well, all right. Well, thank you all very much. Lovely thoughts, comments, reflections. Where are you going to do our tea? I know we have Okay. So let's chant for a few minutes, I guess, until she gets here. Want to do that? Kirtan. Yeah, I'll be kirtan. Uh, let's see. What melody should we
I need to take my iPhone for uh, the Govinda song. Absolutely. So, uh, good night, all on podcast land.